Welcome to The Rachel Kujup Show. I'm Rachel Kujup and my mission is to help you build a business that supports your multi-passionate lifestyle, create content with confidence and clarity, and launch profitable signature services and products. It is possible to blend who you are with what you do and gain financial freedom while still making a positive contribution to the world. I have helped over 3,000 people across my workshops and programs become respected and successful leaders and creators in their community. I know you have big dreams for your business and life. So are you ready to be seen and heard? In today's episode, I'll show you how to make it happen. Welcome to The Rachel Kujip Show. Today, I want to talk about hiring a team and why this isn't always the right solution for creatives, founders, and small business owners. I hinted back in episode 91 that I let my team go in August last year, and a lot of you had questions. So I thought I'd start by explaining why I hired a team in the first place and how I came to realize that I'd rather remain a solopreneur. Up until September 2020, I was very much a one-woman show. I was doing everything from admin to onboarding to design to copy to finances on a daily basis in my business. Now, I did hire experts on a project-by-project basis to assist me with tasks outside of my expertise, things like my rebrand in September of 2019 and fixing website bugs and updates a few times a year but I wasn't paying someone to work in my business on an ongoing basis. When I shifted my business to focus on selling multiple online products, courses, and programs, I decided I needed ongoing help because I was spending way too many hours each week on administrative tasks like sending workshop reminders or rescheduling coaching calls. And I had a greater demand for content and marketing materials such as Facebook ad designs, workbooks, launch graphics, and so on. I felt like I was spending too much time in the business and not enough time looking at the bigger picture. I also didn't like having to switch modes multiple times a day, say like going from designing graphics to coaching a client to teaching a live workshop. It was really making me feel frazzled and stretched too thin. So I hired an online business manager within an agency whose role was to manage the daily running of my business and provide recommendations on how it could be more effective and efficient. The reason why I hired an OBM and not a virtual assistant is that I wanted someone in my business that was focused on operations. A VA's role is typically focused on the completion of tasks and not the business as a whole. I also didn't want to have to manage multiple people from designers to Facebook ad managers, etc. So being able to have an OBM look after these different areas also allowed me to focus on strategic and creative things in my business. Now, I'm not going to lie, it was a huge financial expense, it always is when you hire support, but I felt confident that having this support would allow me to focus on growing my business. And it did work okay for about six months, but ultimately I never experienced the benefits that I expected, such as more time and greater profits. In fact, having a team negatively impacted the growth of my business. And in the end, I was spending more time following up on tasks, putting out fires and redoing work than if I had been doing everything myself from the very start. I think there are five reasons why this happened. One, 
I already have a lot of systems and processes in place. I'm really effective and efficient in my business, if as you say so myself. I've been running my business for nearly 12 years now and I was a manager running a department for years before that. So I felt like I didn't really get a lot of additional value or support in this area, even though I am sure there are many, many things that I could be doing better. Two, I have a strong and clearly defined written and verbal brand. Again, this is my skill set. However, I didn't always have this documented as well as I should have, and it's changed a bit over the last few years. And the agency didn't have a way to capture this either. So I was forever trying to explain why things weren't at the standard I needed them to be. This resulted in me having to apologize for the miscommunication with a few of my clients and poor quality of work with a few of my partnerships on a few different occasions. Number three, there wasn't actually a lot for my OBM and agency to do, especially when I retired all of my online courses and programs to offer my one-on-one coaching program. Because I was still writing all the copy, had designed templates, etc. The only things that my team were really doing on a daily basis was copying and pasting and hitting publish on my content and doing things like editing a podcast episode. I tried having my team lead other areas of my business, such as pitching me as a guest on podcasts, but we just didn't see any results. And when I say pitch myself to a podcast, we would get like a hell yes immediately showing me that many of the tasks in my business were best led by me. Number four, timing was an issue too. My team needed things done ahead of time so they could schedule me around their other clients. I 100% respect that, but it put a lot of pressure on me to be creating and producing work months in advance. I've realized that's not really how I like to run my business, Yes, I plan three, six and 12 months ahead, but I like having the freedom to change my schedule and mind based on what's happening at the time of publishing. I felt like I was always rushing through tasks and not having enough time to let my ideas breathe. And number five, finally, I felt like we never found our groove working together. We tried using lots of online apps like Voxer and Asana and Airtable alongside Zoom calls but nothing really felt supportive for me. There wasn't a system by the agency to capture bigger picture work as well as everyday tasks. So things fell off the list. And I felt like I spent a lot of time preparing for meetings, explaining my ideas and business direction and following up on tasks where I feel like my OBM should have been leading this. As a result, I never really could set a task and trust it would be done. In fact, many tasks weren't done over the two years that we worked together. So to sum up my experience, I had a set expectation going into the relationship and I don't believe it was ever met. There were definitely other factors that would have contributed to this, such as my leadership style, my one-on-one business model, my experience in business, running a business during COVID, health issues and so on. And I definitely want to acknowledge that too. But what this experience has taught me was that hiring a team isn't the right solution for everyone. Yet, we're always hearing online that the only way to scale, grow and make more money is to have a team. And this just isn't true. When hiring help comes up for my coaching clients, more often than not, they decide that hiring a contractor is more profitable and is a sustainable option. There is nothing wrong with being a business owner who still does work in their business. I love creating copy and being a part of the branding process. It's what makes my business unique and allows me to keep these skills fresh for my clients. It also saves me money and gains me time in the long run because I have the flexibility to adapt in the moment. I wanted to share my experience not to 
persuade you not to hire support, but to show you that you don't have to. And if you do, that you have options for what that looks like. So if you're considering hiring a team, get your pen and paper ready because I'm going to share some practical actions for you now. To determine if you should outsource a task in your business, answer these questions. Is it in your zone of genius? Do you live and breathe this task? Does it light you up? Can you do it with minimal effort? Can you turn it into a process? Can you break the task down into actionable chunks? And is it something you do on the regular? Can you automate it? Can you get an app or task to do it for you at no or minimal cost? And can you hire an expert to do part or all of the task? Can they deliver a higher standard than you can? And will hiring a contractor save you time and money in the long run? If your answers indicate that you aren't the right person for these tasks, then it is worth outsourcing them because the time, energy, creativity and money you're going to use to complete the task yourself may take away from other profitable work in your business. And to determine if you should hire a team member in your business, answer these questions. Can you cover four or six months of their wage? Can you put money away for it now? Will your confirmed income over the next few months cover it? Can an online application do the job for you like Rev or Acuity? Do your dream clients need to interact with a human being? Will hiring someone allow you to provide a better service to your dream clients? Would you have to learn a new skill set or invest in training to complete the task yourself? And are you willing to put in the time and effort to onboard and train a person in your business? Do you want to manage people ongoing? If you answer yes to all these four questions, then it may be worth investing in ongoing help so you can focus on growing and maintaining other areas of your business. Now, I hope these questions will support you in the coming weeks and months as you determine what a sustainable business looks like for you. And I hope that sharing my experience has been useful too. If you'd like help in this area, you can send me a DM on Instagram, Rachel underscore Kujup, or an email to rachel at rachelkujup.com.au. I'd love to share how I can support you to grow your business inside my one-on-one coaching program. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. If you found what I shared valuable, please leave a review and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss when a new episode drops every Wednesday.